This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I am your host, Eric Fisher. This is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. And this week we are talking to someone behind one of the tools that is behind my productivity, 1Password. Aline Sims is here to talk about 1Password, which is one of the digital backbones in organization that I have in terms of online security organization in terms of passwords and accounts and all that kind of stuff. We are going to go from a 101 level all the way through to some master tips and tricks, and you're going to love it. Especially if you've never set something up, you're going to love that you can get 1Password and do all this with it. And if you've already been using 1Password, I'm sure you're going to learn some stuff in terms of how to create master passwords, how to do a security audit on your passwords, and much more. Before we get into that, I want to talk about one of the other digital backbones to my productivity, Nosby. Thank you to Nosby for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. And thank you again to Nosby for supporting my productivity. Nosby is a tool that I use and 300,000 other people and teams use to get their tasks done. Nosby has the strength of being truly mobile. You can use it on an iPad, an iPhone, an Android device. Windows, the Mac, (laughs) even an Apple Watch. And it is truly that one place I go to for productivity with mobility and collaboration. In fact, Nosby is so dedicated to those three core elements that they are allowing me to give you a free 30-day trial of Nosby Pro. All you need to do to get that is to go over to nosby.com slash T-O-D-O. That's nosby.com slash to-do, N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash T-O-D-O. The cool thing about that 30-day free trial is that not only do you get an account, you get a second free account with that pro trial. What that enables you to do is to have a partner along with you. So not only can they then be productive and mobile and collaborative with you, the two of you working together in Nosby can be more than the sum of the parts. So multiply your productivity, grab a Nosby free 30-day trial of the pro account for you and a partner. Again, you can get that for free over at nosby.com slash T-O-D-O, N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash T-O-D-O. All right, let's jump in and start learning about 1Password. This week is my privilege to welcome Aline Sims from 1Password. Aline, welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I am a huge fan of 1Password from even back before I was using Macs and couldn't use it because it was Mac only. (laughs) Mm, 
<laughs> I'm so glad to see that these days it has crossed over into that Windows and Android realm as well. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely an important thing to have everywhere you can have it. <laughs> yeah. So my thoughts were, and and again, I've done this with a couple of my other, uh, you know, favorite tools or software pieces. Is I like to try and find somebody from that place and see if I can have them come on and talk with me about talk talk with me about the tool, why the tool, what the tool, how the tool, all that kind of stuff without making it a commercial for the tool the entire time. But uh, people out there need to know, I am a 1Password user, have been for years. It's, it is my choice. So, But the reason I wanted to have you on is because I, I have this, this theory that even phys- physical organization is great. Mm-hmm. Digital organization is something we're still not fully wrestling with, I think. Oh, yeah. So, and, and, and what 1Password does is basically organize slash secure your passwords, logins. Uh, I am selling it short. What else does it do? A lot of things. Um, So, (laughs) oh gosh. So I've been a 1Password user since, uh, I don't even know, 1Password 3, um, which was a while ago. Yes. Um, And, and where are we um, at so now? Five or six? We're f- five, five. five on most platforms, six on iOS. Okay. Um, so we're kind of we're a little bit version number fragmented right now. Um, but we're kind of working on some things to to get that more kind of in parity. But <laughs> I've been a, a one password user for a lot longer than I've worked at Agile Bits. Let's put it that way. Okay. And um, the thing I love about it is that it organizes so many things. I have credit card numbers stored. I have log- usernames and passwords, logins stored. Um, I've even started using secure notes, um, which is basically freeform text. You can add attachments to those. So I've kind of started putting like work contracts in there because I do a little bit of contracting here and there for companies. Um, so I so I just throw my contracts in there and they're all encrypted and I know where to find them. Um Oh gosh, passports. My passport information is in there. Um, so is my husband's, um, both of our known traveler numbers for TSA pre-check, um, membership cards, uh, game and fishing licenses. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much anything. Uh, you know, I can, I can probably help you figure out, out a way to put it in one password. <laughs> now, as you're listing all that off, I can't help but think that a lot of people who are listening to this are thinking, well, yeah, I store all that stuff in Evernote. Mm-hmm. And I'm cringing as I hear that thought mm-hmm. because that's not secure. Like right. it is and it isn't. I mean, I just I guess I don't trust that behind one password behind a password, I should say, on Evernote uh that that's all going to be secure especially if you're syncing it with Evernote's servers, things like servers, that. Yeah. yeah. But 1Password is different because you guys have a different kind of syncing. Yeah, well, we have we have kind of or I think a, a fundamental <laughs> difference in philosophy, um, and I don't think it's better or worse. I think well, I think it's better for some people mm-hmm. and worse for others, and um, it it just happens to be what I myself am comfortable with. So the first thing is one password itself has a two hundred fifty six bit AES encryption, um, which is basically a fancy way of saying it's got strong encryption. Mm-hmm. Which is not, as far as I know, I'm I'm not super familiar with Evernote. I've used it here and there. And I cringe every time someone's like, I store all of my passwords in Evernote. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so so it's encrypted, and um, for the most part, it's not kept on any kind of service that that anyone else has access to, unless you decide to store um, to sync um, using iCloud or Dropbox. So that's another important distinction is that kind of you decide how to sync. Now we do have a new thing. It's still in beta. It's super exciting. It's one password for, for Teams. And we do use um, Amazon servers to provide like a sync service for that. But we still can't get at that data. It's it's protected um, with, I mean, you'd need to get a security person <laughs> from the company <laughs> to explain it because it's it cryptology. Cryptology and that kind of thing is kind of above my head, um, but we've we've put a lot of measures in place um, to make sure that we can't even get at that data. So that's an important thing. Like we can't recover passwords um, ourselves, and if you're if you're using the standalone products, the non-team you know versions of One Password, we we don't have anything. It's just on your computer. Yeah, but and that's that's what I like. That for example, I can start up One Password on. I'm a Mac user through and through, basically, and uh, I can start it up here on my Mac, and I'm looking at it right now, actually, and I could start entering stuff here and save it just locally here, and say I am going to move to a different computer. Uh, In other words, I'm going to sell this computer and move to a different Mm -hmm. one or something like that. Then I can go into the where that data is saved on my computer and I can back that file up and I can move it over to that new computer and start without having to start from scratch. I've got all my logins and everything ready to go. It's actually really, mm-hmm. it's one of the things that, and I'm geeky like this. I like to do a fresh install anytime a new OS comes out or an up. Oh, you're my kind of people. <laughs> I can't move into it without having, it's like a, it's like a clean well, I mm-hmm. won't go there. I was going to say a clean hotel room, but that might be an oxymoron. Uh, yeah, so, a clean slate. We'll it's just, a clean slate, exactly. Really cliche, right? Yes, but when you start installing all these apps, and or you know, you're, you're down if if you've not bought it from the Mac App Store, which then means you can just log in once and you get it all. Then you've got to piece by piece or or uh, application by application install these and then pull up the licenses. Well, mm-hmm. if you've got them all saved here in one password, then it's easy to bring them up and they're right there and and done and gone. And and for the for that matter, the next step, your browser, which probably you'll, you'll have done already. You already have access to all your browser logins right then and there. Yeah. And um and I'm I am guilty of having been Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch that busy work. Instead, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I wish I had Indeed when I was in the hiring process in roles in the past because it is a slow, arduous headache of a process to find the right people or at least it used to be, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to find and hire great talent fast. In fact, in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash to-do list. Just go to Indeed.com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash to-do list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
What's something that works so well, it basically feels like magic? For me, I'm thinking air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, definitely, meeting-free Fridays. What about selling with Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch-your-own-shop stage to the first real store stage, you don't have to just sell your own stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from brands you love and give your customers more variety and your business more sales. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Shopify also helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash beyond. Again, go to shopify.com slash beyond now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash beyond when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Up till, you know, using one password. Storing my logins inside the browser because, you know, it's easy and it's right. convenient. But that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not a good thing to do. It's, it's I mean, again, it, it is convenient. I never thought twice about it, bec- you know, a long time ago because I was working in a cubicle on a computer that was a desktop, you know, Dell that just sat there. So what was the problem with me just saying save this new password every and clicking yes every time? Mm-hmm. Because I felt secure in that, hey, if something's going to happen, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be on me. It'll be on work because I'm I was being naive. <laughs> so. Right. Well, and it's it's still your passwords, right? right. It's it's not like it was work's passwords right. that were on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing I love about 1Password really are the browser extensions. And I am like you. I am a Mac user. I have not touched a Windows machine since I I left my last job at the beginning of 2014 to take this job. Um, And I'm an iOS user. I don't don't own an Android device. Um, So I'm very kind of in this Apple ecosystem. And the thing that makes 1Password so amazing – are the browser extensions and um, with iOS 7 when we got the capability to um, have extensions on iOS. Mm-hmm. So they, all you have to do is unlock one password and you can fill in usernames and passwords with like a click of a button. Um, and so it's still, you know, you've still got that encryption protection, um, encryption protection, the protection <laughs> by encryption. Yes. Um, <laughs> But you you can still access and use all of your information really, really easily no matter where you are. Yeah, I like that. I loved – like for me, I actually had the iOS version first, which is strange. But I had an iPhone first. Before I had a Mac, I had an iPhone, and that was kind of the gateway drug. Mm -hmm. I mean I had always wanted Mac devices back when it was like, oh my gosh, Mac devices are so cool. I – and you know these days i don't i don't drink the Kool-Aid i just know that it works better for me than anything else so right. whatever yeah. i'm a practical person over <laughs> anything else but that was always the hiccup was pre 
iOS 7 that there was that multitasking or the share sheet stuff that once that came out, being able to just tap a couple buttons and not have to go into one password, go to the login, copy the password, which I did not know what it was, and it mm-hmm. was highly encrypted <laughs> or mm-hmm. highly diverse, whatever. The, what's the proper term for that? What's the, like, uh, is there a proper term like that it's, you know, letters and numbers and, and it's all uppercase and lowercase and jumbled all over and. Um, I think we'd call it adequate or complex. Uh, that's um, it. A complex yeah. password. I knew because I knew there was a, a phrase I was not using. There's a word here. I do that. Yes. Yeah. So a complex password that I did not know. And I would then copy, go back to the app, go into it, hit paste, and then log in. And right. So yeah. And, and, and then once um, that was available, then it made sense to sync mm-hmm. from not only the desktop to the phone and vice versa, but also to, you know, my home laptop and my work laptop and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's like magic. (laughs) Yes. I get that there's, there's all these different storage possibilities inside of one password. And for the most part, for me, I am actually still a basic user when it comes to, Mm -hmm. I've got software licenses in there I've got passwords and logins. What's the what's the difference between passwords and logins? Logins is like username and password, and password is just password only. Yeah, basically. Or? Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, the password category is um, generally generated passwords are automatically saved as a password. So if you go to I don't know your bank. Uh, your bank's website, you decide to change your password and for some reason it doesn't save, it's kind of like a fail safe that you can go in and, you know, search for the the URL of your website and find that password and update it manually if you oh, need I to. See. But I do know some people who create their own passwords and store them as password items because they don't have a username associated with it. So it's it's really flexible. Yeah. So it's very much a an archive or or a, a archive almost makes it seem like you're just throwing it in there and never going to see it again. It's more right. like a like a ready always ready to access. Yeah, I don't know. Help me out here. <laughs> well, uh, it offers some redundancy. Yeah. Um yeah. That it's always on you. Like it, it it's always on you if you have it on your phone, but it's always it's it's always accessible. Mm-hmm. Easily accessible passwords and or other things. I'm really interested in the secure notes. Can you talk more about that? That really intrigues me because I seriously, I'm walking into this and you mentioned that, and now I'm looking in here and I'm like, how did I not know about this? Okay, so so you've you've never used a secure school note? me on this. This is okay. new. All right. Well, secure notes are basically it's it's like using a text editor. It's just a place where you can do plain text notes. Um, so I've heard of people using it for everything from like, you know, writers putting in their book ideas or plot ideas in there. I use them for contract information, details on on that kind of thing, and also attaching my, my contracts. So I actually have a PDF of the contract available to me. But basically, you can use it anytime um, you want to store information, and it just doesn't really necessarily have a format. You can just put it in a secure note and have it there. I think I've stored old VIN numbers because like for I sold the car and needed the information for tax purposes. So I've put like my car information in there, some like bills, recurring bills. I put like who it's due to and how much. Um, so it can kind of just serve. It's kind of a catch-all for whatever you need it to be. Okay. 
and and again, it's all locked behind your now. What's the your proper master term? password? Your master password. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And let's talk about that for just a second. In sure. order to so, for example, if you've got all the it would pay, it would make some people nervous to suddenly hear, oh my gosh, you've got all your passwords sitting in this one piece of software. What if someone stole your laptop? They'd have access to everything. Well, not if they don't have your master password. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what do you suggest for deciding what to use as a master password? Because unlike other passwords, this is one where you're probably going to type it in often and frequent mm-hmm. to get to these passwords. Yeah. So the master password, I mean, it's it's important that it's not something that people could guess really easily. So um I have a lot of friends, I won't name any names, who use like their daughter's name and birth date as their password. If someone knows about you, that's really easy for them to guess. So one thing that we suggest is um, what's called diceware or dice words. Um, and it's kind of like, I don't know if you watch um, Tabletop on YouTube with Will Wheaton, um, where they play, you know, a bunch of celebrities get together and play games. But it's kind of okay, like yeah. play, playing your own little game where you get like, I, I believe it's five or six six-sided dice and you roll them and you have a word list and you're like, okay, well, well, this dice says five, one, three, seven, two, you know, whatever. And so you find word five, seven or five, one, three, seven, two on your word list. And that becomes the first word of your pro- password. So it's a completely random thing. Um, since you're using it so frequently, you can memorize it pretty quickly. We recommend, I think, I think we recommend five or six words for your master password. Um, and so you might end up, this is not going to be random. I'm looking around my husband's <laughs> office at things on his desk, but <laughs> you might have something like, oh, and this is going to be very telling of his desk. Um, dinosaur, spaceship, uh, astronaut, turtle. Um, that could be your master password. Don't make that your master password, <laughs> you know, and, and so they're, they're actual words, you know how to spell and you can just type them in. You don't have to worry about shifting. You don't have to remember um, what, you know, if you substituted the A with an ampersand or a, uh, an at symbol, or, you know, if you used an ampersand in there, it's just words. Gotcha. Um, so that's one, one way we recommend, but um, no matter what you do, you just, you it's super important because you're storing all of this information behind your master password. Make it as unguessable as you can. Okay. And, but, but, it, but again, that compromise of as unguessable as you can that you're going to memorize, that you will memorize because you are going to type this. I mean, I type this thing. Geez, I, I couldn't even guess how many times a lot a day yeah. to yeah. get in and, and have it then autofill stuff as I log in. Um, the compromise between unguess- as unguessable as possible versus as um, quick to type without thinking as possible. Because if you're yeah. typing, you know, 50 characters or even 30, like I think that gets to be a little bit to the point where it's like, okay, is this really worth it? Maybe not. Yeah. And you start yeah. to second guess that you're doing this. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's why we go back to dice words is because, you know, you're not messing around with, you know, the complete randomness of, of special characters and capital letters. You know, you're, you're typing in words and maybe you separate them every word with a hyphen or even a space. You can use spaces in your master password. Um, yeah, but there's definitely, you know, you've got to you've got to think about what what trade-offs you're willing to take. Um, you know, I know people who have 50 character master passwords and I marvel at them because I never type mine in correctly the first time. So Wow. That that is insane. 
yeah, it's, you know, but it's, it, it is important. And, you know, the master password we do recommend, especially if you do something random like the dice words, that you write it down and you keep it somewhere really, really secure. So keep it like in your wallet until you have it memorized and then shred it, you know, or, you know, keep it in your wallet until you have it memorized and then put it in a locked box, a safety deposit box or something like that. Um, because, you know, you don't want it to be something you'll forget or not have <laughs> yes. access to because then you're in trouble too. We don't have any way to reset your master password on this, you know, our, our standard traditional um, programs. So, you know, there's, there's definitely a trade-off there. <laughs> yes. So let's take that conversation of, you know, selecting a strong but easily entered uh, master password to this feature or features Um that you can do with a secu- you know going through the steps or going through the different categories of a security audit inside mm-hmm. of like once you've loaded this thing with hundreds of passwords you can then click on you know different portions of what's called a security audit in here and there's just amazing benefits that this pulls it all in one place and then judges mm-hmm. you not judges you but judges the password I don't know, it judged me when i started using it's judge, it it's judging me right now because i yeah. didn't realize there are actually some in here that are actually marked terrible yeah and that's oh, not no. good <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh what's going on here yep yeah security audit is really cool because um i was one of those people i hate to admit this um maybe i shouldn't but i was one of those people who i had i had a password, and that is what I used everywhere. Um, and it, it really wasn't a great password either, to be completely honest. It was kind of bad. And um, so my husband, then boyfriend, was like, you, you need to use one password. He didn't know I was doing this, by the way. Um, <laughs> he did not know I was reusing my password. You need to use one password. And it was really intimidating to me. I, I looked at it, and I was like, this, this is really complex. There's so much to it. And I use the same password anyway, and I've never, I've, I've never had any problems. Nobody's ever tried, you know, nobody's figured it out. It hasn't been hacked. This was before, you know, breaches were happening every day or before we knew breaches were happening every day. And so, you know, I, I kind of put it off. Mm-hmm. And then once I started using it and I installed the browser extension and it just kind of automatically saved the logins as I logged into websites. And then I went to the security audit and it's like, Hey, Every single password is duplicated. Um, but it's important not to reuse passwords. So so it, it was kind of like this light bulb for me where I was like, oh, I'm reusing this password. It's pretty short. Um, I need to get something more complex in there. And so Security Audit told me about those passwords. They told me, you know, hey, duplicates. But it also tells you, you know, that that password, that random password you came up with Six years ago, that's 10 characters long. That's not so, so secure either. Maybe you should go change that. Um, and then we also have Watchtower. So when we know that breaches have happened, um, we kind of add it to the Watchtower database. And then you'll know, hey, you should probably change your password on this site um, because it might be compromised. Yeah, and I'm that's actually seeing that right now. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great tool. Um, it's a great tool for for just kind of keeping your finger on the pulse of um, of what's happening with your passwords overall. Yeah, I'm seeing two in here, and and so here's the thing: like both those, it says both those passwords. There's two instances in my Watchtower that says vulnerability alert, change password, and I won't say what the services are, just so that nobody feels you know 
slighted, but both passwords that I have in there, it says the strength is green. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's good stuff. So it's not that it's an issue of my password uh, being poor. It's an issue of that service organization or whatever it is, has had a recent um, issue and you guys know about it and you're telling us and that's awesome. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't, um, I don't want to say that they've necessarily had an issue. I don't, (laughs) um, you know, that's, you know, it's just, just something to be aware of that maybe something has happened. It, it, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, I, I don't want there to be judgment about these services, I guess is what I'm, what I'm trying to get across is, you know, it's just something, just be aware, go and change your password. It's random anyway. So, you know, it's not like you're going to forget your new password. Um, and it's usually pretty easy to do. Okay. And then there's also, uh, not only does it warn you about or let you access and know all in one place, you know, which passwords are weak or which ones are are duplicate across all of your stuff that you've got to Mm -hmm. change, but it also tells you how old they are, which is nice because you can say, Oh, you know, I haven't updated all my passwords recently. Um, let me do that, you know, at least once a year or something. So you can see, you know, which ones show up in that. And I actually should probably do that. I've got some that are old. I don't have any that are three years old. Mm -hmm. I have a couple that are one to three. So, yeah, I think one thing to keep in mind is that your best defense against, um, against any kind of bad stuff happening is to have random unique passwords. So you have a different password for Everything that requires a password, every website, every, I don't know, like I use OmniFocus. So the the password I use for their sync server is different from every other password I have, you know. So every site and service you use have a different password and make sure that it's long and random. And that's really your best defense. Now, if you want to, as an added step, go in and change those from time to time, you can. And that's why, you know, that's included in, in our security audit service. But I really want to emphasize, like, uh, long, strong, random passwords are your best defense against bad stuff happening. Yes, definitely. I'm wondering, it, it, there's not... Um... Is there any any other hidden, you know, pro features? Like I didn't know about secure notes. So is there anything else you think is like just super cool, makes this software, uh, you know, leaps and bounds above any other that's doing something similar? Oh, gosh. Um, well, keyboard shortcuts, if you're on Mac and Windows. Um, I don't know a lot of them off the top of my head. I have the ones that I use. So um, multiple vaults. I, I use many yes. vaults. Um, so I can change the vault I'm in with a command and a number, whatever number is associated with that vault. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, you know, command slash will bring up one password mini in the menu bar on Mac. That's pretty cool. Um, so I don't know. There, there are a lot of like little tips and tricks and I actually learned some new things, um, weekly about like, (laughs) I didn't know it would do that. It's really, really powerful. And the thing I love is that you can use it. You can really use those power, like in my brain, I call them power features, like the command one, command two to switch between two vaults or, um, you know, bringing up the mini with a keyboard shortcut, or you can just use your mouse all the time. And, you know, no worries. You can not know that secure notes are a thing that exists (laughs) and one password is still really valuable. So that's what I really, really love is you can use it as intensely or as not as you want. Yes. 
Um, what, let's talk a little, since we're talking all about security, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, we touched on it where you can, you have your backup file or your, your database file, your, your, your agile keychain mm-hmm. file, in other words, and that's on your desktop. However, there's the option to sync across all your one password installs with mm-hmm. Dropbox, but there are other options as well. Well, it, syncing is a little complicated. Um, there's there's always Wi-Fi sync. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as you have devices on the same network, um, you can sync. But the issue is that um, – issue is the wrong word. The complication is that it has to be one computer to many mobile devices. So we do not currently have Wi-Fi sync computer to computer. Ah, uh, Okay. Um, and we discourage, you know, using your computer to sync to your iPhone to sync to a second computer because um, things can go wrong with that. Um, so, so syncing is complicated. Dropbox is by far the simplest thing because it works across Android, Windows, Mac, um, and iOS, um, which are the four four platforms we are currently on. And um, and it's really pretty simple to set up. Um, we do also offer iCloud, um, but that's Apple devices only. Um, so there are, you know, there are some trade-offs and some, some considerations for how you want to sync, but um, it's, it's really an awesome thing to have once you get it mm-hmm. set up. And it's not hard. It's just you know, deciding how you want to do it. Yeah. Well, and one of the best ways, honestly, is, is I use Dropbox. I use the Dropbox sync, but I'm also always uh, backing up on a local uh, disconnected storage mm-hmm. my file. So if something happens where Dropbox is compromised somehow, which, you know, on their end, not on my end, like mm-hmm. my account, because again, my Dropbox password is hidden. I don't even know my Dropbox password. It's right. in one password, right. I, you know, and it's complex. And uh, so it's in there. But if something were to happen on their end where they were compromised, then it'd be like, okay, well, I can change my password there. I can even delete my file out of there and then pull the new one in. And, you know, I'm all good to go. No one's gotten mm-hmm. anything from me. Plus, yeah, d- I oh, think – Ask. Uh, I'll ask you this question. Um, Even if somebody were to get a hold of my, you know, one password agile keychain, that's what the file is called um, – if they were to get a hold of that, they still wouldn't be able to access it without knowing my master password. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we actually have two file formats. Agile Key- Agile Keychain is kind of the older one. Okay. Um, and now we've moved on to OP vaults. Um, so any new vaults, which is what we call different um, instances of um, of a one password. Uh, File, I guess. Um, <laughs> the new ones are all, I think, across all of our platforms now, if not in the stable version, in the betas, are defaulting to the OP vault, just okay. as a point of clarification, if that matters to anybody. Okay. But yeah, the real the real risk comes in, um, in my opinion, the real risk is having a weak master password. So I sync via Dropbox. I have a strong Dropbox password. If for some reason my Dropbox account is compromised, which is, you know, it's unlikely, but it's possible it's still you know my one password files are still encrypted and they're still safe behind um 
a strong, what I hope is a strong master <laughs> password. Um, so unless someone can guess that or has the hundreds of years to try to crack that password, they're kind of out of luck. Yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Okay. Any other like super awesome pro tips that you can clue us in on? I don't know that this is a pro tip, but I want to emphasize how scared I was of using 1Password in the beginning. Oh, <laughs> just I, I'm totally with you. <laughs> it's, it, I don't know. I, I said a minute ago, it was really overwhelming. The prospect of entering all of this stuff into 1Password was so overwhelming. And I think it actually took me about a year to get to actually use it from the time I got the license until I actually started using it. So if, if anyone's listening, and I know you probably kind of have more power users, but if anyone's listening and they're trying to convince relatives or even themselves that they should use a password manager, you don't have to do it all at once. Just like commit to logging into three websites a day, install, you know, installing the browser extension, log into three sites a day, and kind of take it piecemeal and, and save things um, automatically with the extension. Um, don't think you have to do everything at once. Yes. Uh, if that, you're like that me. is true. That is so true. Like I, I, I completely identify with you. Where when I first started, I, I mean, I finally said, okay, I can't not have my stuff organized first and foremost. But because you know, using, I mean, again, I was a browser. I was a log brow, password and login saved in the browser type person mm-hmm. for the longest time. And then I just realized, look, I can't do that. I've got to have something. And especially because I wanted to be able to sync it to my phone. That was, mm-hmm. that was really, honestly, that was really the, the impetus that was just like, enough's enough. I should have been doing better with all of this securely and security and organization wise prior to now. But for convenience factor <laughs> on my phone and not having to type the stuff over and over, that's what pushed me over the edge. Yeah. So I, and then, so once I said that, I was still very scared. I still thought one, man, it's very scary to keep them all in one place. And then two, oh my gosh, this is just going to, I mean, in a matter of two weeks, just going to different sites and then it asking me to save, Hey, do you want to save this password? Hey, this password's not great. Just so you know. Um, right. <laughs> anyway, um, it started to snowball into, oh my gosh, I got 30, I've got 50, I've got 100 logins in here. I didn't know right. I had that many. And any single one of them, especially if you're using the same password or something, you know, a variation of them all over the place, people are like, hackers are good. Like yeah. they will, they will crack one place and take it across all over the place. Like it, it just, it can happen. So, yeah. Um, and then I do have some, some, I guess more pro tips too. Great. Um, first of all, security questions. The best way. Um, so I, I was a guest on the Shalane show a while back. Yes. Um, and she had, um, she's kind of like a, a, a mogul and, <laughs> um, she had, information stolen because she answered security questions honestly. Um, and so people were able to like call the credit card company and because she put herself out there, like so many, so many of us do, you know, the answers to those security questions were pretty easy for people to find. And so her credit card information was stolen. Some of her login information was stolen. And that's when she started using one password. Um, so one of the things I encourage people to do is lie on security questions. And with the random password generator, it's really, really easy to do. You just, you know, what is your favorite color? And it's, you know, H H 
capital <laughs> I, 7Z. Um, or you can use a pronounceable password, so it's a little bit yeah. easier. But um, And then you can save those with your login um, using what we call custom fields. And so you can put one, you know, in one piece of the one side of the custom field, you know, what is your favorite color? And then you store that randomly generated thing on the other thing on the other side, and then you can copy and paste it. Um, so different cells to do these things. Um, so that, that makes it really easy to lie on security questions. And that's another measure you can take to, to kind of up your security. That's great. Yeah. I'm actually very familiar with, uh, Shaleen's story because, uh, she was on another pa- podcast talking all about that, that I actually work for, um, social media examiner. So that was very interesting to, he- yeah. to hear all about that story and w- how she recovered and what she's learned and, and what we've subsequently learned. That's kind of why I, you know, was brought back around to, uh, you know, probably I should talk about one password on the, on this show because we, for Social Media Examiner did a security audit to make sure, you know, hey, we want to make sure nothing can happen. So everybody's got to have passwords not saved in the browser. You've got to u- be using a password manager of choice. I was already using one password, so that was that was really helpful. But, it, you know, it made me step up my game and say, you know what, I'm going to do a personal security audit. And mm-hmm. But one of the things I do need to do now is just go through my one password and update that stuff with yeah. stronger passwords and so I see a security audit in my future with one <laughs> password. It's, it makes for a fun couple hours or weekends, depending upon how yes. many logins you have. Yeah. And, you know, 1Password for Teams, it's still in beta. You know, we're still still kind of smoothing some edges and still get adding some really neat features in. But 1Password for Teams, I think, is really going to relieve a lot of friction for organizations because, you know, it's like you have – you set up an account, you have an administrator, they invite people, and then, you know, your people have access to one password and it's super easy, you know. So I think that that's going to help um, help a lot of people out. And I'm really excited. But really, the most important thing is that you use a password manager. I don't care personally which password manager you use. I think one password is the best. And like I said, I've been a one password user since long before I started working there. But use a password manager. If you do nothing else, if you take nothing else away from this conversation, get started with something. Yes, yes. And that, and there, there is the rub there is, hey, again, we've been talking about one password specifically, but all the aspects that are inside, you know, all the, all the uh, what did you call them, pro features of one password, not everything has that, you know, all of the same features, but mm-hmm. there are still those core things where it's look don't you again (laughs) i can't stress this enough don't save your passwords in your browser Mm -hmm. don't or a word document or evernote yes and and don't have duplicate passwords don't have weak passwords for that matter and then have a strong master password to lock all of those up no matter what tool you're using so Yep. <laughs> and one thing I will say about 1Password, we have excellent support. We have, most of it takes place on forums. Um, and I know a lot of people here, oh, forums, that's awful. But we are very, very involved in the forums. Um, we are committed to having every thread read by someone who works there, a response from someone who works there. So we're very, very active on our forums. Um, so if you have 
questions, if you have a, you know, if you have some kind of trouble with the the app, um, we are there to help. So don't let that be a barrier. I guess (laughs) we definitely are more than half of our our employees. I think at this point are our customer service. So um, it's something that we really, really value is making sure that the that we are there to support um, all of our customers. That's awesome. I can say this. I've never needed to use the service. So yeah, me neither. That also says something, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so, well, I don't know where else we can go other than to just conclude with that is, look, you need to do this for your own sake. So whatever you choose to use, keep those last few tips that we just said in mind. And mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much for being on the show. This was awesome. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. I really hope you take advantage of this episode and move forward with 1Password. It really is the only password management system that I trust and have trusted for years now. Make sure to go check that out. Also, make sure to back that up with task management at its finest from Nosby at nosby.com, N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash T-O-D-O will get you a free 30-day pro trial for you and a partner that will upgrade your productivity with mobility and collaboration, enabling you to multiply your productivity. Again, that's nosby.com slash to-do, N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash T-O-D-O. One cool little thing I want to throw out there is if you are already a Nosby Pro user or Nosby user in general, let me know. Drop me a line at some of the templates you've created inside Nosby. I want to start learning from you. Thanks again for listening. I will see you next episode. Beyond the To-Do List is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Hey, thanks for listening to the end. If you're looking for a show to start helping you apply these productivity lessons on your business, check out Millionaire University. It's real lessons from real entrepreneurs teaching you what you need to know to improve your business or start one if you've been putting it off. It covers all aspects of business from starting marketing, growing, managing, and everything in between, wearing all the hats. And as an added bonus, I am conducting a number of those conversations, those interviews, so you'll fit right in. Again, that's Millionaire University. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast.